0: Today's episode is called The Power of Plants because they are so powerful to be around. They literally get me lifted. Like I always ask our guests, what lifts you? And it's being around my plants. It's nurturing them. It's watching them grow. It's feeding them, watering them talking to them. I just love being around my little plant babies. Um, And I've literally got them in every room. And so we know the power that they provide to us, soothing us, calming us when we go out to green spaces, taking our shoes off in the grass, you know, just a bit of grounding, hugging trees, forest bathing. I'm that girl. Um, But it just really soothes me, calms me. I feel like it lowers my blood pressure. Um, So I wanted this whole episode to be dedicated to plants. Um, Not only do they just feel amazing to be around, but we eat them so they provide nutrition. We can make medicine out of them and teas so they can heal us. We can be sheltered by plants, big old leaves and make different things out of them. And also, of course, we can make clothes from plants. So this is dedicated to the power of plants, the healing power of plants. I'm going to speak to three amazing guys today who love plants as much as I do, perhaps even more. So my first guest is Joey Dean, who is the creator of Natural Symphonies Live, which is this wicked track that you can hear in the background. Now, for you Get Lifted hardcore followers, you will recognise this song because it's been playing for the whole of the nine episodes so far. Joey was kind enough to give me this track um, to be used on Get Lifted. Um, And it's, it's a beautiful kind of synergy because joey makes this music with the power of plants um he hooks up the plants with like little microphones little probes and he collaborates with the plant and i wanted to get him on to talk to him about this process how it came about how it works i mean it's truly mind-blowing
1: it's this tree this, this huge oak tree come forward and the tree basically said to me everything that you've learned now in life Now's the time that it's all gonna come together for you. And basically started giving me lessons about how energy transfers.
0: This is, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to speak to Sebastian Pohl, who is a herbsmith, herbalist, and co-founder of Puckertees.
2: There are so many simple things you can include in your daily life to help with your digestion, help with your relaxation, just help to optimize your potential, really. That's how I see the use of plants.
0: That man knows his stuff. And we're going to also speak to Michael Perry, a.k.a. Mr. Plant Geek. Michael is a horticulturalist, hortopreneur, I think he calls himself. He has his own podcast series called The Plant-Based Podcast, and he knows all about the benefits of being in nature.
3: I mean, I was grounding at the beach the other day, but I didn't have my feet in the grass. I had my feet in sea moss, and it was incredible. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to put my face in it as well. (laughs)
0: Now, before we kick off this episode, I just want to reiterate that we discuss a whole range of topics on the show. It's important for you to understand that I'm not a trained professional and any advice that I give is purely my own opinion. Now, if you want to engage in any of the therapies, the services, anything that we discuss throughout the series or in this show today, just make sure that you always talk to a trained and accredited professional so they can tailor their service to your particular health and medical needs. It's really important that you bear that in mind and that you speak to your GP or your doctor before you change anything but I do want you to enjoy this episode right let's get lifted hello 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 Joey hi
1: hey how are you I'm (laughs)
0: good
1: (laughs) nice to see you
0: you too oh my gosh how have you been
1: So good. Yeah, I'm amazing. Yeah, I'm buzzing at the minute. Everything is just working out perfect.
0: Um, Okay, so let's talk about Natural Symphony then and the process because obviously I saved this episode almost the last because I wanted for the amazing track just to get into everybody's (laughs) psyche and I've spoken about it. I've spoken about it and it is just the perfect track to have on get lifted i'm so happy that you let me use it you're just amazing and it just makes sense it feels like the perfect synergy is everything i'm about it's about like the universe and getting lifted and you know you're doing this amazing work trying to get the trees replanted in amazon with all the downloads which fingers crossed we've we've done a lot of downloads, this series. <laughs> so um, talk me through how it came about and the process. It's magical, it really is.
1: So I'd heard about these machines where you could actually sort of pick up electric signals within plants. And actually the story goes back uh, to the 60s. This guy called Clive Bagstar, he was working for the FBI and making a lie detector. And so he had this machine hooked up to plants, humans, animals, and was trying to get reactions And he had it on the plant, and he was watering it, putting it in light, in dark, and it wasn't really making a difference. And he thought to himself, I wonder what happens if I burn the plant? And he got a reaction on the lie detector. So it kind of just started from that. People just started trying to use this technology and just trying to sort of communicate with plants, because what he really picked up was that it was picking up off of his negative thoughts and that uh, negative energy. So it was transferring between humans and plants. Right. So I'd known about that and it was always been something in my head that one day I'm going to do something towards, like, just sort of open up that project that he once started. Five, six months before lockdown, I was in Bali and um, a friend of mine suggested that I go to a sound healing and they, I don't know if you've ever been there, but they have, um, it's called the Pyramids of Chi, or Chai. I don't, I'm not sure how they pronounce it. I
0: haven't been there. No, I've been to Bali, but I haven't been to that, to the pyramids. you ever
1: go back, you have to go and check it out. So it's basically... Is it gong?
0: Is it gong sound? or?
1: Yeah, so they do a bit of everything in there. And it's basically, it's like um, a modern day set of pyramids that they've built out there. And to the same scale... And they do different ceremonies in there every night. Ooh. So I went there and I just had just sort of uh, sound healing with gongs, didgeridoos, flutes. It was really, really nice. Okay. And uh, as I was leaving, this guy came up to me and he was like, oh, tomorrow we're actually doing a sound and light um, ceremony for a very select amount of people. It was like 10 of us in there. Whereas the normal ceremony is a lot more. So I've gone there the next day and um, and... It was really strange. They had like a strobe light in there, and what they do is use this strobe light and sounds to lower your brain pattern, your brainwave pattern. Mm. So it induces you into theta state, which is very dreamlike. And the only way you could really get to that state is if you was it's like some monks can achieve that state from meditation. Right. But actually, during the day, we experience it when we're just waking up flashes at the speed of theta, which is about seven flashes per second. So when you're laying under it, and it's the only signal that your eyes are sort of receiving, your brain just naturally slows down to that speed. So it was like three sets of 20 minutes under this light. And the first set, it was very, I thought it was a bit of a gimmick because it was giving me a lot of colours, a lot of, like, geometrical shapes. And uh, I didn't believe the guy that it was just a white strobe light. I was so sure that all these colours was in the light and it was kind of tricking me.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, so I just carried on with it. And then the second 20 minutes was, I just, I didn't know where I was. I was just floating around in darkness and just had all voices talking to me sending me different messages that was quite relative to what was going on at the time. And then when I come out of it, I'd been crying and I had no idea. And I was like, wow, there's something, this is not just a normal light. There's something, this is quite a powerful experience. And then he went on to the third 20 minutes. And as soon as I started, I just went into the deepest vision. And it wasn't really like a dream, it, it was it was a vision. That's the only way to describe it, really. Yeah. And it was this tree, this, this huge oak tree come forward. And the tree basically said to me, um, everything that you've learned now in life, for all the different jobs and all the different experiences that I've been through, now's the time that it's all going to come together for you. And basically started giving me lessons about how energy transfers... And, um,
0: this is this is crazy. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was it's just it, the experience has completely changed my life. So basically, it said to me that energy is transferable between everything, not just human to human, but actually from human to animals to plants. To, that everything can like exchange feelings and emotion and energy itself. So this tree basically said to me, like, as, as a whole, humanity's energy is too low. And nature absorbs it. So he basically said, look, because I've actually been making music and I've been a DJ for the past 10 years. And uh, and this tree basically said, look, now you need to use everything you know like that to try and make people feel good and try and include, like try and raise awareness of this unseen connection between humans and nature. Yeah. And... This basically the project just evolved from that. Really, this is what the tree was saying. Everything that I've learned from previous jobs, I spent years being a, a car mechanic and learning electrics through that. And like even as a kid, I was always I, would, I wouldn't really play with toys. I'd do things like take the TV apart <laughs> or like take <laughs> my mum's toaster apart, and I was just always like just intrigued on how things work. So. Actually, everything that I've been through in life has all come to this moment, really. And everything is just sort of paying off now. And it's like this project has just come out of nowhere, really.
0: That it's just mind-blowing, Joe. Absolutely yeah. mind-blowing. Like how beautiful these two worlds have collided in such a positive way. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously you're already on that path of meditation, so you're in Bali. And you weren't drunk or anything, were you? You weren't nothing drinking, you at were totally all. No, like. No, 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 no. It wasn't at like all. you were like gone to the other side. No. Hello.
3: Hey, Dallin. How are you?
0: So, Michael Perry, aka Mr. Plant Geek. I don't know if there's any other man on this planet that likes plants more than you?
3: <laughs> I know, and I've just spent I've just spent a week in Wales and I've been up the mountain and yeah. found these amazing insect eating plants, and if you saw me when I walked up to these, I'm just I don't know, that is the definition of a plant geek, so well, yeah.
0: yeah but I mean, how good is nature? Let's just talk about being mm. in nature and the, that the power of like just being around green things.
3: Oh, God, I know. It's just, oh, it's amazing. I mean, I've always known it all of my life. But, of course, these days it's now proven as well, isn't it? You know, patient recovery, obviously having your hands in the soil, handling the soil bacteria. It's just, oh, my gosh, serotonin, also dopamine. Have you heard of the harvest high, by the way?
0: No, tell me the harvest high.
3: Well, this is when you obviously grow things on the allotment or you use grow your own, and it actually gives you a release of dopamine when you then harvest what you've yes. grown yourself and you oh, I felt it that. The first time. I
0: felt that high. Oh. I felt it, Michael. Like when the tomatoes start ripening and then you go and pick some raspberries yeah. or some oh. blueberries and you're like, oh my God, there's nothing like it.
3: 100% is amazing. And of course, you know, dopamine, we can get that with bad things as well as good things. But if we could rewire our brain to just handle that when we're on our allotment, then that would be perfect. Yeah. You know, because you're getting that dopamine hit constantly. It's just incredible. God. So, yeah, they call it a harvest high.
0: <laughs> I mean, I always talk about, you know, if you are in a bit of a funk, like getting out on the grass, taking your shoes off, just like, mm. you know, the positive ions that come from the ground. Oh, grounding
3: just, for sure. Yeah. Ah, oh, I mean, I was grounding at the beach the other day, but I didn't have my feet in the grass. I had my feet in sea moss. Ooh. And it was incredible. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to put my face in it as well. <laughs> Do you know, I'm amazed it's... Like I've obviously loved nature and plants for years but yeah. I feel like the whole world has switched onto it now yeah. and it's and it's amazing and it's almost like we used to be I don't know I used to be ashamed of being a plant guy or a gardener when I was a kid but now everyone's into it and it's incredible because everyone is feeling That goodness as well, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? I've
3: been using plants ever since I was a teenager. And, you know, when I was a kid, I had this kind of almost like a herb nursery. And so I was using loads of different herbs and making different potions and lotions. And oh, my God, I even made dandelion coffee by grinding down the root. It was, yeah, I was that weird kid that was making all of these herbal concoctions. But I'd always believed in the power of plants, you know, how they make you feel, the different medicinal qualities, you know, even on a basic level, digestive qualities, you know, a glass of peppermint tea is going to help to settle your stomach. You know, plants are helping us in so many different ways. Amazing. Have you seen some of that research where they they actually talk about patient recovery in hospital situations as well? No, tell me. Yeah, and they did some research and I think it was basically patients would recover one day sooner when there were plants in the room Mm. And they actually reported more positive feelings and needing less medication as well because those plants were there, giving yeah. that feel-good factor that we've talked about. And there's, there's so much research out there. Of course, you've got another figure here, which is 79% of people feel calmer around greenery. And that comes from the Na- National Recreation and Parks Association. So, you know, this is proven. People are telling yeah. us that they feel good when they're around yeah. plants. So you can't yeah. deny it.
0: Can't deny it. You can't deny it. That's why if you mm. are in a funk, we always say get out to a green space, go and stand by a tree, go and hug a tree, yeah. just get your feet in the grass, like you say, hands in the soil. It just literally is a game changer. Like your mood is just shifted straight Definitely. away. Sebastian, hi. Hello, Lisa. Good to meet you. You too. How are you doing? I'm very well. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk to you. You're a master hubsmith.
2: Well, I'm really a a herbalist, but I sort of made myself self-appointed master herbsmith at Pucker.
0: I love it. And it's one of my favourite brands, Pucker, as well. Like I've used Pucker for years, Pucker Herbs, different herbs, different teas. Absolutely love it. So you're the voice of authority on plants, the healing power of plants as medicine and nutrition and wellness. Um, So I guess what I want to talk to you about is how the plants have the power to heal us.
2: It's amazing. I mean, obviously, all our life is dependent on plants, isn't it? Yeah. From our clothes to our shelter, our food, and also our medicines, of course. So, yeah, it's been an incredible journey. It's a great privilege being a herbalist and being able to study nature and learn how we can share these plants to help people's health improve.
0: Yeah, because when I think about it, I didn't think initially about the shelter element, but it is. It's like everything. Everything comes from plants.
2: I know. it's, It's sort of remarkable when you start thinking about it such a simple thing that they're all around mm. and yet all of all of existence you know apart from the oxygen they create and and all of that and the atmosphere um the the nu- nutritive and also the healing aspects and that's been the journey that our ancestors have been on for you mm. know tens hundreds of thousands of years to learn how to look after their family their loved ones their community and there are some just so many simple things you can include in your in your daily life, to just help with your digestion, help with your relaxation, just help to sort of optimise your potential, really. That's how I see the use of plants. It just helps you fulfil what, you're, what you can do.
0: Yeah, OK, so let's talk about some of these plants then. Let's talk about, firstly, let's talk digestion.
2: Well, I think, you know, it, it's a good place to start digestion. Most of the major herbal traditions of the world, Chinese medicine or Ayurveda, they start with the health of the di- digestive system. I mean... You know, it's why we use spices and herbs in cooking, Lisa, really, isn't it? Apart from the fact that it would help preserve the food and make Mm, it taste mm. good, it's also really good and they help you absorb more nutrients. So all the classics, I mean, you know, ginger is obviously one of the favourite digestive uh, herbs. Lots of them with cinnamon. Good for
0: nausea as well, isn't it? Like any kind of sickness or like it's very sort of soothing in that respect.
2: Yeah, I mean, it stimulates the appetite and helps you absorb more nutrients. And so essentially Mm. you're getting more... Bang for your buck out of your food, um, and because it invigorates your circulation as well. There's, you know, there's a distribution of nutrients around the body. Lots of those, that whole family, that ginger, family, ginger, a turmeric, cardamom. Uh, they've got these sort of vanilla groups uh, of, of chemicals that help to upregulate your taste buds, upregulate your absorption of the of the nutrients. And so, um, not only do they make it tastier, they make you healthier. Love it. I mean, they're all around. You know, those are those are herbs from from Asia, really. But of course, there's so many closer to home with thyme and oregano, parsley. They're all things. And you know, every meal, you want to ask yourself, you know, where are the herbs? That's mm. a sort of basic start as my sort of health advice I'd give a client is, you know, where are the herbs in your food? You want to have a good teaspoon or or two of of herbs in every meal.
0: And dried herbs, obviously perfect or you could freeze them right you could freeze fresh ones like what do you recommend like how to take them because like I have a very heavily plant-based diet but then it's like they're vegetables that you want to include the herbs as well
2: you definitely want to add diversity to your diet don't you I mean you know nature is Mm. the expression Mm. of diversity we know that we all do better when we're in a diverse community diverse environment and so a lot of our core diet is a limited number of species I don't know 20 or so species but you can really add color and Uh, excitement to your your daily experience by adding in more plants
0: okay what about the cleansing herbs
2: with herbalism it's a study of nature really so the point is is looking at how life works and you know the first thing to do is to look at how we cleanse every day we do it nature does it in cycles throughout the you know look at the autumn and the winter we have to do it as well with our daily ablutions and washing uh, before we nourish and so it depends what you want to cleanse, of course. You know, that's yeah. the first thing to ask. And so that there aren't, although some herbs are talked about as panaceas for this or, you know, solve all of life's problems, it's not really the case, is that there's really plants for specific people or specific needs. So mm. depending on what you want to cleanse, but are you know, general guidance would be to facilitate what the body's trying to do anyway. So things yeah. that help your, your liver, the uh, digestive system, uh, potentially cleansing through sweating, uh, yeah. menstrual cycle, these are all the key ones. So um, some of my favourite cleansing herbs that I'd probably use every day would be something like fennel, which is a mm. simple cleanser of the digestive system, yeah. uh, mild diuretic, diuretic means makes you pee a bit. Yep. And um, also another favourite that I'd you know use for my liver from the UK that you can find everywhere is dandelion, uh, yeah, very gentle. Say. You know, yeah. including a few bitters in your diet a really good way of um, just sort of massaging your organs into a more lively state. And dandelion root uh, does that very gently. It's got a bit of inulin in it, which helps to boost the microbiome. And, you know, can't move too far in a cleansing conversation without talking about turmeric. I mean, turmeric, you know, the golden goddess, uh, is a fantastic... uh, well studied you know thousands and thousands of academic papers on turmeric and many of the there's over 200 compounds in turmeric that interact with our yeah. cells and help to yeah. upregulate them so so that's a real favorite you
0: know. it's good for inflammation and for all of you know the antioxidants and everything that it contains i mean it's just fabulous i love it in like a hot water um and lemon and and turmeric that's the kind of thing i love to have sometimes in the mm. morning just stains everything i've got to be really careful
2: You do have to be careful with it. Um, I mean, what turmeric really does, it's a clever thing it does, is it encourages our microcirculation. So, you know, if the flow in our circulation is the definition of life, and that warmth moving around the body, turmeric really helps at a microcirculatory level and helps blood to disperse around the body, which is why it's used so effectively for some of the complications in diabetes, for example, where you get problems with the peripheral circulation. Mm -hmm. And... So a little bit of turmeric, you know, half a teaspoon, teaspoon a day, gram or two of that is a definite good contribution into your diet. Uh, You know, rosemary is another classic plant that helps the liver, like turmeric actually a little bit, help some of the liver enzyme pathways work more effectively. So Mm. basically the body is always trying to, you know, say.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
2: Clever. It's always trying to help us be at our best. And because of the connection between our evolution and our relationship with plants and um, the plant's natural ability to work out how to defend themselves and protect themselves, we have an innate affinity. And when we take plants, they are just helping our body try and do what it wants to do. I mean, there may be a time and a place for drugs to be introduced, but drugs are a bit like a, a lid on something. You know, they, they come in, they force the body to do something, uh, which is often hugely needed, um, but it can also force the body off into other directions as well. Whereas as herbs, generally speaking, work in a way to encourage optimization. That's how I think of it, you know, how to, how to get the best out of life.
0: Sebastian, I love all of the herbs and the teas at Pucker, and there's just so much to choose from.
2: Well, you know what? There are about a quarter of a million uh, plants, flowering plants, in the world, and about ten percent of those, so you know, twenty-five thousand, have been used for food or medicines. Mm. So um, it is, you know, as a herbalist, you probably use about three hundred herbs in your clinic. So it is not surprising there's so many, and you know, we've ended up with lots of these because there are so many delicious plants that are yeah. so good, and we've got so many systems. You know, there's lots of bodily systems that we that need care that. Um, as I was talking about, our, our ancestors have discovered, really, what plants are good for what systems. And then, you know, modern science has gone on to sort of verify and authenticate that, if you like. But it's it's just such a... Um, well, my own experience and with my patients, you know, such an empowering way to understand how to uh, adjust your life according to how you're feeling. And and, mm. and if, if life is anything, you know, if it's about listening in a way, and if we can listen to our bodies and then we can know how to take something to give us a bit more energy... Take something to help us calm down a bit, uh, then you're, you're, you're much more in control of uh, a, a life that is uh, open to all sorts of vagaries. And, um, you know, Health Medicine's got this incredible insight into tonifying and rejuvenating and how mm-hmm. to build strength. So the idea mm-hmm. is that after you've cleansed your tissues and your body, uh, with, what did I say, fennel and turmeric. And
0: fennel and dandelion. and Nettle and, yeah.
2: and all of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you've nourished yourself with a good diet, but also some mm. digestive herbs, ginger, cinnamon, rosemary, etc. Um, then you want to uh, rejuvenate. Then you want to really build and optimise your, you know, the Olympics are going on when we're talking. It's, sort of, <laughs> it's that sort of optimise <laughs> that performance. And so there's a whole long list of plants that have been discovered and mushrooms that are... Uh, called adaptogens uh, is mm. one way of looking at them, and they they help to um, strengthen the body's response to life's experience, which you you know in some language would be called stress. You know the different mm. pressures that we're under, yeah. and herbs like ashwagandha, uh, rhodiola, ginseng um, have become well studied and understood. And as you look into them in more detail, herbs like ashwagandha, you see not only are they Traditionally used to give you energy, you know, boost your libido, help you be uh, more relaxed. Um, you see that they also boost iron. They help your cortisol levels. They they have been shown to you know upregulate and help balance hormone so levels. Joe, so what it's, have it's you a sort of learned fascinating area, and it, it's project. not surprising when you look at what a plant does. I mean, a plant is just trying to survive, so be antibacterial, protect itself from invasion, uh, but also to have. Uh, to have children and to have, make lots of seeds and yeah. to spread the word. So they've also got lots of hormonal compounds that help to boost our own uh, sort of fertility, if you like, and our own strength. So wow. there, there's a, it's like a, you know, it's like a platter and you can start choosing which ones you want. But the simple basics are, you know, do a bit of cleansing, nourish yourself as much as you can, yeah. and then do that little rejuvenation on top. Like when you dress up to go out for, if we're, you know, allowed to these days you know a special <laughs> meeting with someone you know you, you put on your party clothes don't you
0: yeah i put on my outfit for you today can you see i'm covered in flowers and plants i've got my like most hippy dippy outfit on because i was like i was speaking to sebastian
2: i've properly, dressed up for the occasion yeah, i'm properly herbal actually i'm a good herbal job. proper
0: oh. herbal um so how can we learn a little bit more about herbs than sebastian
2: well there's lots of information and sites out there there's lots of great uh, herbal practitioner associations and herbalists you can go and see Uh, there's a website that i've been involved in called herbal reality a group of herbalists we've got together to write solid traditional science-based information about plants so check out herbalreality.com
0: amazing Joe, we are all dying to know. How how do you get the sound? How do you how do you how do you make the music? So how do you do it? The
1: actual sounds of it, um, so I actually designed the sound. So what happens is you have two probes, and it's effectively the machines they work across between a lie detector and a heart monitor. Where where these little pads are like the sticky pads are on, so it's picking up yeah. electrical signals, which yeah. I assign sounds to. So what happens is if you plug this machine into, say, the back of a keyboard, the electric signals will hit different keys. So it's effectively like the plant is playing the the piano. (laughs) So I can basically assign a bass line or, say, a synthesizer or even a drum kit if I wanted to to the plant. So the plant will then effectively play whatever I want it to. Yeah. So what I do, I just um, pick an instrument or design a sound for it and I'll just let it record until it does something that I really like and then I'll change the plant, I'll change the sound and then I'll just let it record until it does something that fits and then I might yeah. add a little bit for myself like that I think would go nice with it. Yeah. I just really just collaborate with the plants really and it's just, it makes something like... I don't know, even it's the first time really in all these years I actually like the music that I make because I couldn't achieve it without the plants. Mm. They really add a certain magic to it, and just the melodies that they come up with is not something that I could re- recreate. They really have like a special touch to it.
0: So, Joe, I think we need a demo.
1: So this is Little Billy, the yucca plant that you can hear playing. It's uh, it's quite long notes that it's playing right now, which makes for quite nice meditation music or ambient music. Um, Everything that you're hearing is from one plant and one machine. So it's essentially, it's just picking up electric signals, which is just fluctuating the sounds that you're hearing. Um, But yeah, I'm just going to let this just play through for a few minutes, so enjoy.
0: Michael, can you tell me like the relationship you have with your plants? and mm. Because you are massively into your houseplants, aren't you? You love having them yeah. around you. Well,
3: do you know, I, I just, I, I've got a career in plants, but I'm not sure I would be good at anything else. I don't know. <laughs> but it's just been my passion. It's just incredible. And yeah. it just makes me feel great because, first of all, you've got something to look after. And I think with the houseplant yeah. movement, a lot of people found that. It's kind of like being responsible for something other than yourself, which is really nice. Obviously, it's a pet that behaves itself, doesn't pee on the carpet, so that kind of works as well. I guess, for me, it's also being around plants, whether it's houseplants indoors or being outdoors, you're around plants. And, of course, getting into houseplants means you can bring the outdoors inside, which is just amazing. And to watch things grow and to, to grow things from a young age or to grow things from seed and also to think about those plants in their natural environment and how they've evolved to do what they do. Because, you know, we sit there and we look at a house plant and we kind of like, well, oh, you, you need to kind of think about the context of where it would grow in the wild and kind of the animals that would then, you know, spend time with that plant or pollinate the plant and the and the animals and creatures that the plant actually relies on as well. So it's, yeah. it's just, there's so much to think about. It really kind of occupies your mind, which is great. And of course, it's meditative because... That is then encouraging external thoughts rather than internal thoughts. And you get that from spending time with nature, being around running water, you know, any of those kind of natural sounds. You know, birdsong. I've got, I've got quite an urban garden at home, but I've, I've got lots of bird feeders and like water out for the birds. And it's transformed the garden. And all I hear is birdsong. You know, you don't bird even, you know, it's not necessarily a busy area, but you wouldn't hear traffic noise when you've got that distraction of the sound of nature as well. So it's kind of helping to reduce noise pollution as well. So, yeah, I've always been about plants and I'm great. It's great that everybody else is as well now, really.
0: And how much do you think that the plants can pick up on kind of negative energy and positive energy? Like how in sync are we with the plants?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think plants will, they'll behave well. And of course, you've got to treat them well too. So obviously watering them steadily, a lot of people will overwater their house plants because... You know, you you walk past the plant, your partner walks past the plant, you water it every time, you find that you've watered it 10 times a week. Yeah. But yeah, it's good energy for the plants. And of course, <laughs> they often say that you can sing to your plants or talk to your plants and then they'll grow more. And that is, I think that's pretty much proven as well. But did you know there's a very cool plant yeah. that will actually dance when you sing to it? <laughs> no, which one? It's a really cool plant. It's called Codiara calyx. And it grows wild in parts yeah. of Asia, and it's called, it's called the telegraph plant because it has these tiny little leaflets on the top that turn around all day in order to maximize the sunlight, and it also yeah. reacts to sound and vibration. And when I first met oh this plant God. in Japan many years ago, it was, it was moving as I chatted to the tour guide and it really does do this little movement so i i've been trying to get seed of it for years and i really want to bring that to one of my shows because it shows how many amazing ways plants have evolved
1: what's interesting is the plants are so affected by their surrounding and i've just learned so much through this like i've never really been like green-fingered or like never, I've never owned plants or anything before, and they've just completely changed the way I look at them.
0: I wonder if you, are they thriving through all of this communication and love? Yeah. Are they just like? Are they just yeah, healthy? They really and are. Are
1: they- yeah, and my my studio, it's a proper music studio, completely soundproof. There's no window, um, yeah. and actually, it was quite difficult at first to be like keep them alive. Of course, but I heard this thing a little while ago, and. Um, So during photosynthesis, plants vibrate at 528 hertz, which is what humans vibrate at when we're experiencing unconditional love. Right. So I was thinking if we're giving out love, that's what they're receiving effectively when the sun is on them. So I started looking into this and I found a few different experiments which kind of just sort of confirmed it. So you can really bring a plant back to life or from poor health and keep them alive just by being extremely loving towards them. And um, so actually IKEA did an experiment and they had two of the same plant in two different rooms and they just had um, a loop played to the same plants. And in one room, the plant had a loop of um, children bullying the plant and in the other room, they had a loop of people telling the plant how beautiful it was and giving a lot of love to it. And after six weeks, the bullet plant died and the loved plant outgrew its box.
0: Oh, makes me emotional. Yeah,
1: and uh, it just—it it really didn't surprise me when I, when I watched that because it really, like, I've been doing it. And I, I rang my mum up and I was like, mum, <laughs> these plants, like... I'm managing to keep them alive just by giving them extra love and like and watering them and looking after them, but they're not dying anymore. And she's like, oh, I've got a cactus on the windowsill, which is not that great. I'm going to try it. And she just completely revived it. And, um, yeah, and then a the second cactus grew out of the same pot. And, yeah, so this is what the tree meant. It's like if we all just start just trying to raise our vibration and just start being more loving towards everything. Nature can just naturally heal because it's absorbing everything. And uh, there's so much, like, there's such a lot of evil in the world and there's such a lot of hate from, that's sort of put on us and the way we're sort of made to think and the way we do things. And yeah, now I've just started this project. So I'm just trying to just make people aware that it's not just other people that it's rubbing off on, there's, is affecting everything
0: now. Yeah. Sebastian, let's talk about um, growing, growing our own. Because you've got um, Earth Song Seeds, right? That's uh, a new project for you, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, I've been, you know, lucky to be involved in growing herbs at a big scale around the world for many years, and uh, I wanted to do something where we could uh, help people in the UK get access to some of the plants. And so I set up Earth Song Seeds with my friend ben heron and um the idea is we're just you know harvesting and collecting the seeds so that people can enjoy the experience of watching things germinate and grow and then learn how mm. to use them and yeah. you know there's no doubt um being in nature you know being in nature enkindles feelings of awe and wonder and connectivity and inspiration i mean sure there can be bit of fear and terror and a big storm and that, you know it's not all purely beautiful but um <laughs> there is no doubt that being in nature helps us you know calm down regulates our blood sugar levels helps us feel feel more connected and so whether you've got a garden or whether you've got a windowsill or just a uh, you can put some herbs in pots we wanted to start offering people you know to grow chamomile grow some of the maybe more less easy to access herbs like marshmallow or some of the echinaceas and so it's been nice. a great great fun project and it means that um i've got this incredibly beautiful garden that is
0: oh gosh. nearly
2: where i can go out and it's just full of flowers and and the insect life is just phenomenal and you get this feeling that you know the more you the more the more you put into nature the more it gives back in a way there's this sort of caring yeah. cycle and uh the more we take out, the more we have to put back as well. So um, it's just such a fun thing watching things grow. It's so satisfying. And, you know, nature does most of the work. You just have to put the seeds in the right place. And they flourish, basically. They just absolutely flourish. So it's super rewarding.
0: Michael, what about getting that nutrition and all that goodness with our diet
3: You know, you can obviously grow a lot of your own produce and you then start to get to know what is available in different seasons. And eating to the season is ultimately better for you as well. You're obviously going to reduce any food miles as well and, you know, have much better kind of provenance to what you eat as well. And kind of also... You need to, in a way, it's almost more negative, but you need to make do as well. So if you're only using asparagus when it's in season, you're going to then work harder to find different ways to use it as well. So then it kind of gets you into cookery and thinking about your health as well. So it's not not just growing plants, but, you know, we, we've got a podcast as well, as you know, which is the plant-based podcast, yeah. where we look at all the different ways you use plants. So it's also wearing them as well. You know, yes. quite often I'm wearing bamboo underwear because it's so, so comfortable, so soft. Yeah. And you can wear it for two days as well. Can you? Because know you? you don't sweat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. So literally you've been away for like four nights, two <laughs> pairs of pants, sorted. Yeah. Very small Same amount socks, of luggage.
3: Although socks will go 3 days.
0: <laughs> what about your t-shirts? Bamboo t-shirts.
3: Oh, t-shirt. I would wear those for a couple of weeks, but it's <laughs> but literally that's that's where I'm fascinated with plants because you can wear them, you can drink them, you can eat them, you can Yeah. Oh, you can eat your dinner off them. It's just amazing. Yeah. And most things when you look around, come back to plants, which is just amazing. Yeah.
0: Before I let you go, Sebastian, how do you get lifted? What lifts you?
2: Well, there are many plants that I'm in love with for <laughs> helping me feel a bit better, but perhaps the most simplest and accessible is the smelling a rose. You know. Mm. I love to smell a rose. You know, it brings a, a moment of joy, rose for opening the heart, helping you feel just a part of an amazing whole. So that's a simple one <laughs> for me.
0: I love that. That's one of my favourite smells. And it's such a nostalgic feeling that takes me back to like being in my Nana and Granddad's garden. And it's such a beautiful, oh, conjures up so many memories. So thank you, Sebastian. That was amazing. Joey, how do you get lifted?
1: So what gets me lifted? um, Just doing things that make me happy, really. I know that sounds like a super simple answer, but Not enough people do the things that make them happy. So many people are too busy and caught up with work and like pressures of life that they don't actually find the time or have the time to do the things that make them happy. And I'm quite lucky really because I've just kind of reworked my life and my work in situations to give me a lot more time to focus on the things I like doing. And out of that, this project is involved. And yeah, no, I have all the time in the world to just sort of just crack on with this and just enjoy what I love doing. Yeah, that's what gets me lifted, really. Like every time you sort of get some sort of positive result or a little bit of success from doing things you love doing, that's really, really like uplifting and it just feels so nice. So yeah, just doing things I love is what gets me lifted.
0: Mr. Plant Geek, can I ask you, what lifts you? How do you get lifted? The plants. Yeah, (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. I mean, it's a no-brainer. I
3: know. I I feel a bit (laughs) two-dimensional.
0: No, please don't. I love it because your passion is so clear and contagious and infectious.
3: Just being around plants, being around nature. I mean... I will always do long hikes and treks or, you know, if there's ever plants to see on the route, then that keeps me interested. You know, usually I wouldn't be up for exercise, but if I'm going to see plants along the route, then I'm there, (laughs) you know. So it's just always discovering, always learning new plants. It's the best hobby in the world. It really is. And just just get into gardening and you'll you'll see the benefits, you know, hands in the soil, all of that soil bacteria, serotonin's released all over the place. (laughs)
0: i love it michael thank you so much for talking to me oh
3: thank you very much for asking me it's really cool thank you my darling Cool.
0: thank you thank you so much to my amazing guest today to sebastian pole to joey dean and to mr plant geek As usual, all the information to my guests will be on the show notes of this episode. They'll also be up on the website, getliftedpodcast.com. Website links, Instagram handles, all of that jazz. Um, But just how amazing is it to speak to Joey Dean who who made this beautiful music? Three wicked guests. Absolutely love them. And just remember, guys, by downloading this track, we will replant trees in the Amazon. So each download literally plants a tree in the rainforest. So please spread the word. Get downloading yourself. Leave me a review, a cheeky review for this episode. I love reading your reviews. They make me so happy. Um, And I just love that it's getting you lifted, which is the whole reason I did this podcast. I did it for us. I did it for you. You know, I want you to feel good and again speaking to Sebastian about the power of eating vegetables and getting those herbs and spices and all of that goodness into our bodies how it can help cleanse and digest and invigorate and help us sleep and the healing power of plants is literally all there in this episode so yeah get eating more goodness get planting more goodness get out in nature a little bit more. Like Michael said, get your hands in the soil, get our feet on the grass and get downloading this track. And um, I will see you next week, which is uh, it's episode 10. It is the last episode in this first series. So I'll see you next week. Until then, bye.